Radio Sport Breakfast. Uh, but I think it would be fair to say that a lot of people were very much concerned about uh, Ryan Crotty based on that terrible head injury he suffered. Let's be honest, it was a brain injury that he suffered on the weekend when he uh, clashed heads with Jack Goodhue. He was knocked out cold. He was taken from the field already. He's been ruled out of the game this weekend against the uh, Wallabies. But here's the thing with Crotty. He now has a well-dated, well-documented history with head problems, six concussions in 15 months. He is aged only 29. Uh, one man who had to retire because of brain injury was Shantane Harpy. He played 14 test matches for the Kiwis. He played 13 rugby tests for England between 2004 and 2012, Ooh. but had to give the game away uh, at the age of 33 in 2014, having suffered more than 20 concussions in his career. Uh, then wrote a very affecting piece for the NZ Herald back in 2014. If you haven't read it, well worth a look into, I guess, the makeup of a young man man who had to retire from the game he loved at a very early age. Uh, Shantane Harpe joins the Radio Sport Breakfast. How are you, Shani? Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for talking to us this morning. No worries, mate. Good morning. Uh, when you saw the Crotty uh, brain injury on Saturday night, what did you think? Oh, I was pretty much like everyone else. You know, I just had to wince when I looked at it. Um, you could see straight away, you know, obviously he was he was gone, you know, and um, it's one of those things that when I looked at him, I see the all the impact and concussions now, I just kind of, just kind of like, oh, just, I just think, man, I'm just glad I'm not there anymore. And, you know, I mean, I, I feel sorry for him because, like you said, you know, it's six and 15. Um, how many he's had six in the last couple of years? Yeah. And it's one of those things, you know, that obviously he doesn't go out looking for them. And it's just, it's just the nature of the sport, you know, and how many is enough? So I well, just hope that, you know, Actually, that, that's a point, point, Shani. How you, you say how many's enough? There must have been that time for you when you went, okay, this is enough. How how did you know, or, or did someone bring it up with you, or did you have to realise that yourself? Uh, I, I think I had to realise it myself. I, I knew when enough was enough. I mean, I was basically getting knocked out in training. Uh, guys weren't even hitting my head and just um, bumping into me, and, and I was getting knocked out. I, I knew that was enough. Um, but I, I think the difference now in today's game. And compared to when I was playing is that, you know, we were hiding it. We were hiding a lot of the knocks. Uh, we weren't telling them. We weren't being open, at least in today's game, you know, with the HIA implemented into the game and um, with all the all the kind of everything around it now, around the concussion, you know, it's only a good thing for the players. And I'm pretty sure, you know, after after watching what happened to Crotty, that he'll probably take the next couple of months off, I would say. I, I, I'd pretty much put it, I wouldn't put it past that he probably won't come back. Did you want the direction from medical staff, Shantane, to actually tell you to stand down for a prolonged period of time? Did you fight back and say, no, no, I'm okay to go? And ultimately, whose decision is it to either stop playing or keep playing? Yeah, I think for myself personally, I I had to have that medical advice to tell me to stop playing. Otherwise, I would have just kept going, you know. Um, I I think in today's, you know, ultimately it comes down to the player. I mean, the medical guys can only check so much and they, they pretty much rely on the advice and what you're giving them because they can't they can't really tell, you know, what's going on in your brain or what's happening. You have to be honest with yourself and a lot of the players in that, you know, or especially around my era when we were playing, like we weren't we weren't honest. We were just like, you know, we're under the constant pressures of having to perform and get out there. You know, it's it's what you do for your career. It's it's what you get it's what you get paid to do. So you were just trying to like you know, sweep it under the carpet and no, 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 I'm fine. I'll I'll carry on. But I think a lot of it relies on the players being honest these days. And and to be fair, probably most of them are now because they're 
they're finding out, you know, some of the long-term effects that are happening, even in the NFL with players and, and such. So um, it, it comes down to both sides. I mean, the medical guys don't want to give too much. They don't want to give the all clear to go back. And then if something is to happen, let's say the medical staff, now nah, he's fine to go on. He comes back, gets another head knock and, you know, something severe happens where, I mean, the worst case scenario is that he dies like by playing. You know, it all comes back on, onto them because they, they gave him the all clear to go back. Mm. Shantane Happy uh, is with us. So, Shani, talk us through for, for members of the audience who haven't heard this because, I mean, you guys are running around and, you know, you're a big guy and I was having a look too and I thought, man, most of the midfielders playing international rugby now, they're over 100 kilos, right? They're, 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 yeah. pre- they're big yeah. people and they run very, very quickly into each other. So it's a sort of impact that I think most people in their daily lives couldn't really um, relate to. But tell me this, when you were getting hit, um, and you were being affected by this. What was the yep. rest of your week like after the after a game where perhaps you'd been bell rung, realised that you were, but hadn't said anything? Oh, you know, like I was struggling going home. Um, you know, I was I was depressed. Basically, vision and noise. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't bear sunlight. You know, it was it was one of those ones you had to lock yourself in a dark room for a couple of hours. And you know, I had I had a wife and was bringing up three young kids at the time, and I couldn't even being around my kids, you know, otherwise I'd kind of lose the plot. Yeah, yeah, the noise and that, yeah. constant noise and just stuff like that. You know, nausea, you'd feel like you wanted to spew up all the time. Your head would be throbbing. It'd be like basically having a, a mean hangover for the whole week, you know, like. Um, so so was it, it was it one where you, where you would go and get yourself like, go, I'm going to buy a whole lot of Panadol and just like have about four of these in the morning when I get up. Did you try that at some stage? Oh, yeah, you were constantly having Panadols and stuff to try and get a get away from the constant migraines and stuff. Um, but the, the key is with the concussion stuff is, is the rest, you know. You just, your body needs the rest. Like, I'll probably go back and train too early. Like, I might have a week, sort of week out, and then I'd go back and train. Um, it's, I, I think now, I think the players, they're probably, you know, they're getting looked after the best that they ever had, um, even from when I was playing. So, I have no doubt that Ryan Crotty, you know, he, he will be, um, he'll be getting the best advice possible I mean, you look at guys like Karen Reed, and I think they suffered a little bit and you know it took some time out and now they've come back and they, they seem to be better than ever so but like you said as well the um, the impact and the, the size of the players and the strength they're a lot bigger and faster than when we were playing every year you know that's the, the key goal was for them to um, is to put on more more size and mass and you know guys running into contact like that it's like being run over by by car Hey, Shawnee, what about the concern from, from family members, friends, and the general wider public? Is it appreciated yeah. at the time? And is it our place to say to young men, hey, we think you should retire? Uh, it's a hard one, you know, because the thing is, your family and your friends and, and the general public and your fans, all they really care about is yourself, you know. They, they don't understand, um, you know, what's going on in his mind. You know, he's, he's only 29 years of age. He's done pretty much most things in the game that most men haven't done. And, and probably the one thing that's probably on his mind is to get to the World Cup. So, you know, a lot of people coming out now saying he should quit or, you know, I see his sister's very concerned. You know, I think for him, he just probably needs to take the time to, to chill out, relax and see, just listen to his body and see how his head reacts. But I think ultimately he will be looking to get to the World Cup. He, he didn't, I don't think, I think he missed out in 2015. I think Sonny and... Uh, Fikitawa played midfield, but um, you know he's probably still got one more thing. You know, you always want to accomplish things in the game, and he's pretty much he's done a on his CV. You know, mate, if anyone was to go out now, 
and with his CV intact, like he's pretty much won everything there is to win. You know, they'd be happy, but I'm guessing that you know he's still got unfinished business. So yeah. do, do you feel that, you know, you, you were mentioning there before about how you used to and, you know, you, you'd get knocked out and then you'd want to train straight away or play straight away. Now they do get that stand down. So do, do you feel that actually their, their you know, the the level of expertise of looking after them now is, is a lot better than it used to be? Oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely a lot better now, you know, because because of all the awareness and what's going on. Um, you know, there were times when I was playing where, you know, I would get knocked out and... Yeah, you know, basically, it was one of those things that a lot of the coaches and, and that and the players and the medical stuff, you know, was kind of when you turn up to training and you're walking all right and you, you seem like you look all right, you know, but they can't see what's going on inside your brain, you know. At least with a broken arm, they can see that your your arm's broken so you can't participate or, or do anything. Um, I think now with all the awareness and stuff that's intact, in you know, like it's a good thing where the players can't come back and, you know, to a level of a degree, you know, some players might try and milk it, you know, like, I don't know. That's, and that's what probably some of the coaches think is, oh, you know, he got a head knock and maybe they just don't want to do the fitness training or something. I don't know. Um, but you, you see where I'm coming from? Like, Hey, Shani, can, did you did you think, though, do you feel, did you feel then and do you feel now, though, that for a number of medical people, they are skirting around the obvious question that needs to be asked and answered as to, you know what, it's time to give it up. Yeah, I mean, is, yeah, that, is I it think, too difficult for someone else to confront? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, I mean, at the day, at the end of the day, it's up to it's up to him. You know, it's how he feels and what he thinks. I, I, I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, for myself personally, I was thirty two. I can only talk about my own my own instance. And you know, I took the medical advice. They told me that um, I went to see a specialist in Paris, and and he looked at my my situation, he just said straight away, like, you need to retire, you need to give it up. And I took that advice. I didn't have to take that advice. I, I possibly could have rested for another six months and then gone and found a contract somewhere else and, and continue to play on. But, you know, that's that's where it is. Ultimately, it comes up to the player, I, I believe. Now you're a mean Fortnite player, brother. Yeah, no, he's now, now you, now, you know, fisherman, you he's take that anger out on the Fortnite field. Pulling all the kingfish out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, we try we try and do something that makes us happy these days, you know, and that definitely makes me happy. Well, you're still yelling, <laughs> you're still yelling at your son over the headset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, only, it's only when I'm playing with Mark now. I get I will look up. Sean, appreciate you sharing those you. those personal details and for giving your view on uh, where we're at. Uh, appreciate it, man. Oh, thanks very much.